one disclaimer before we start today. Unless you count the few weeks a year I held down the store as associate library director when our director was on vacation, I've never been an interim leader. However, I've worked alongside and under several interim directors, deans, provosts, and presidents, and have seen a lot of good and bad in all of them. So this episode goes out to all of you interims who want to make your mark in your short time as an educational leader. How can you leave your team better than you found it for your permanent successor? Welcome to the Kind Leadership Challenge, where every Monday morning I teach you how to heal your school or library in the next 10 minutes. I'm Dr. Sarah Clark, founder of the Kind Leadership Guild, where I use my PhD in higher ed leadership and nearly two decades of experience in academic libraries to advise a growing community of educational and library leaders who want to build a better world without burning out. Kind leaders make the tough decisions without becoming jerks. We plan effective systems that help us get the job done with less money and effort. And we've learned that once we stop controlling and start collaborating, any vision becomes possible. To be clear, kind leadership's pretty simple, but it's rarely easy. So if you're up for a challenge, stick around to learn how to create a legacy that will strengthen your community long after you're gone. Well, first things first, if your organization elevates someone as an interim leader, by definition, they've got a problem. At a minimum, their problem is that they need a leader for a role, but don't have anyone that they definitely want to promote for the long haul. Hence the elevation of an interim leader while they conduct a job search wait for the current leader to come back from some sort of long-term leave, or so on. Sometimes the need for an interim leader may just be a temporary accident of timing, but other times an organization will name an interim leader because a search is taking longer than expected due to issues that might be within or beyond their control. For instance, any institution that had a mission-critical search open in, say, early March of 2020, likely put that search on hold indefinitely while asking an internal team member or outside contractor to take on the responsibilities as an interim leader to handle the immediate crisis. When you're an interim, the background problem or problems that put you in that chair are helpful data, but ultimately your biggest problem is the same. You want to make a good impression in the role for reasons of ambition, curiosity, or an old-fashioned sense of duty. But an interim leader, by the nature of their expiration date, almost always has more responsibility than they do authority. And that's not even factoring in any job responsibilities from their current job they may, may need to do on top of it. A solution to that problem is to implement a vision for your time as interim that acknowledges and accounts for both the power you have and the power you don't have. To do that, you need to know the answer to another question. What do you want to do with this bit of limited time and limited power to build a stronger organization? As usual when making a decision, it's a good idea to check in with your emotions first. How do you feel about the turn of events that put you in the leader's chair? Excited about the new adventure and the possibility of maybe even trying for the permanent role? Nervous about taking on more responsibility? 
irritation about possibly being given that responsibility without the authority that should come with it. Frustrated because you felt pressured in some way to take the role, even though you maybe didn't want to. Any and all of these emotions are valid, and all of them can provide you data about what to do with the time you've been given at the top. Once you have a rough idea of what you want to try to accomplish during your time as interim, it's time to gather up facts and data. What resources do you have to address the problem? What obstacles stand in your way? When you only have a few months to make your mark, you need to prioritize what you would like to address within your organization. Also, if your long-term plan involves using your time as an interim to be considered for this or another permanent leadership role, look for things that can be accomplished quickly and will impress either your administrators or potential future hiring managers. After you've formed a rough plan, it's time to get buy-in from the people who you will need to help you execute it. You know who your allies are in your organization. And run the idea past them first. Then talk to the people whom you need to help you push the initiative through, but may not be as strongly in your corner for one reason or another. Bonus points if you have reason to believe that they might not be happy about your elevation to interim leader. Ask them for their take on your thoughts and ideas and incorporate at least some of their advice if you can possibly do so. You increase your chance of smoothing rough feathers in addition to increasing your plan's chances of success. Finally, talk to your supervisors and stakeholders and present your plan while crediting those who helped you refine it. That way you can make sure they're on board with your priorities, the benefits you believe attaining those priorities would provide to the organization and the community you serve, and that they are able and willing to advocate for your ideas as needed. Will following these steps set you or your organization up for success beyond your interimship? I can't even guarantee you'll be able to attain your goal. After all, an interim leader has to handle all the unexpected surprises any leader has to correct for on the way to their desired outcomes, but with less authority and political power than a permanent leader. Think of this season of your career as an experiment, especially if it's your first time at this level of leadership. Try some creative stuff, question some preconceived notions, and figure out whether taking on a permanent role like this would make sense in your broader leadership and life journey. On that note, this week's challenge is a thought experiment. Let's say your boss wins Powerball tonight and puts in their resignation tomorrow morning to go take a year-long round-the-world cruise and then buy a nice secluded lakeside chateau. Then, tomorrow afternoon, your boss's boss comes to you and asks you to serve as interim leader until they can refill the position permanently. You, being a good team player, say yes, and then you say to yourself, now what? You can game out your plan using a notepad and the points I shared in this episode. Or you can dig deeper by downloading my new Next Steps checklist at kindleadershipchallenge.com slash next. It's a step-by-step tool you can use to plan for, conquer, and grow from any kind leadership challenge. 
Whether it's one of the 89 challenges I've shared with you over the past almost two years, or one of the challenges that leadership seems to always throw at you when you least expect them. Thanks as always for listening to the Kind Leadership Challenge and for growing humanely, managing effectively, and creating collaboratively in your own organization. And if you know someone who might find this episode helpful, hit share in your podcast app or send them over to kindleadershipchallenge.com slash 89. Never doubt that day by day, you're building a better world, even if you can't see it yet. So until next time, stay kind now. Oh, one last thing. If you're ready to take on this week's challenge, but not sure how to start, head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com slash next to download the Next Steps Checklist.